if this world rejects me, but I've pleased the Lord, I'm satisfied. Uh, what I want is to know, God, what pleases you and to set my choices where you would have me to set my choices. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Thanks for joining us for the Straight Truth Podcast, a podcast designed to answer challenging questions on doctrine and on living out the Christian faith in your homes, churches, and workplaces. I'm your host, Josh Philpot, and as always, I'm joined by Pastor Richard Caldwell of Founders Baptist Church. Now, once again, we'd love to hear from you as we sort through these questions. If you're watching from YouTube or Facebook, just leave us a comment below the video. But you can also send in questions at our website, straighttruth.net. And there you can find links to all of our previous episodes, as well as merchandise and contact information. If you'd like to support Straight Truth financially, again, visit the website to learn how. With that, let's get to the question for this episode. Well, Pastor, our first question is about Christian discernment. I'm going to read a quote from you from one of your more recent sermons. Uh, you said, we live in a time where the church, and this is how you put it, is found speaking in the same language, using the same jargon, spouting the same perspectives as a world that is in darkness. How often the evangelical church of our time has been willing to reevaluate what she has long believed because of the social consciousness, the moral outrage of a world that has already demonstrated that it has no conscience and has no respect for what is truly moral, according to Scripture. Uh, here's the question. Why is the world a poor counselor to the church when it comes to setting the church's agenda? And how can Christians cultivate a life of godly discernment? Well, because of the world's spiritual condition, because of man's spiritual condition outside of Christ. Because man has been made in the image of God, even people without Christ can recognize certain things about what's right or what's wrong. But what man has no real access to outside of Christ are the answers, the solutions. Uh, almost always the way, the way man evaluates a situation <clears throat> lacks perspective. But with certainty, I can say that the way man would solve his problems lacks the wisdom of God. So it's only in Christ that we know wisdom from God. I think about a passage like Ephesians chapter 4 and how it describes uh, our past life before the Lord saved us and where all lost humanity is right now. Uh, Paul writes in Ephesians 4.17, Now this I say and testify in the Lord, that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do. In the futility of their minds, <clears throat> they are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is due them. I mean, just or, uh, that is in them. Just think about the, the stacking up of terms there. Their minds described as futile, right? Their, their thoughts are vain, uh, misguided, empty, darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to their hardness of heart. goes on to say they become callous and give themselves up to sensuality, greedy to practice every kind of impurity. But that is not the way you learned Christ, assuming that you heard about him and were taught in him as the truth is in Jesus. So, you know, there's this, this contrast drawn between wh what we have now in Jesus and what we had before and where the whole world is right now. Darkness, ignorance, futility, hardness of heart. Why would the church adopt such a counselor 
why would we want to walk in the kind of thinking that we knew before we knew Christ that proved to be futile in our own case? So the reason why I say the church is misguided when we begin to speak as the world speaks, think as the world thinks, address problems as the world does, is because we're operating in the, in the wrong wisdom. And so what exactly does the Christian do? How, how do you cultivate discernment al along these matters? Because we're constantly being fed by the world's information, whether we want it or not. We're hearing things all around us. And let's just say I'm being faithful in my Bible reading, my church attendance, mm. everything else. I, I want to, to assess what, whatever the world is feeding me rightly or whatever I'm seeing around, I want to assess it rightly according to God's standard. So, so what do I do to cultivate that life? We have to understand what discernment is. Discernment is the ability to set my approval on what God approves of and to reject what God disapproves of because I'm able to recognize the difference. So what I want is for the Lord to grow me to the place where I can recognize what is pleasing to Him and what is displeasing to Him. And then I want to consistently set my approval on what God approves of and refuse or reject what God disapproves of. There's only one way for that to be developed, and that's with the knowledge of the Word of God. That's what the book of Hebrews teaches, that, that the mature are those who have their powers of reason or their powers of recognition trained mm -hmm. by practice of the Word of God. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's knowing Scripture, being saturated with truth, and then consistently making our choices on the side of truth. And, and we have to get to a place, Josh, if we're gonna operate in, in that kind of discernment, we have to get to a place where we, we are not man-pleasers, mm -hmm. but God-pleasers. Mm -hmm. What skews our perspective oftentimes is we're wanting to please God and hold on to the approval, the applause, the acceptance of the culture we're living in. And so I just have to get to a place where I have the kind of God-granted courage to say, you know, if, if this world rejects me, but I've pleased the Lord, I'm satisfied. Mm. Uh, what I want is to know God what pleases you and to set my choices where you would have me to set my choices. Mm. And if we do that consistently in a whole, in a whole realm of you know, issues, I mean, just name it. What is there in this world that the world agrees with Scripture about? You know, virtually nothing. Mm. So this is what I'm going to do in marriage. This is what I'm going to do in the raising of my children and the disciplining of my children. This is what I'm going to do with respect to my priorities and the earning of my money and just anything you want to talk about. I want to, to know what pleases God and then choose in agreement with that. Okay. So you're saying that discernment can indeed be taught. Yes. The main source of discernment, um, especially in, in answering these questions about worldly issues, comes from the Word of God. Um, would you ever say that your emotion or experience is a source of discernment alongside of that or not? No, our emotions are untrustworthy. Thank God we have them. And it's a good thing when our emotions cooperate with the truth and are in agreement with the truth. It's, it's a wonderful thing, for example, to feel love for Jesus Christ, uh, to feel love for His church, to be moved in our hearts as we sing songs of truth or we hear a sermon that uh, is setting the truth before us. That's a wonderful thing. And God gave us emotions for a reason. Mm -hmm. But our emotions were never meant to guide us. Hmm. Our, our emotions are meant to respond to the mind and the mind is to be filled with truth. And so I don't trust my emotions for decision making. 
I go to the truth of God's Word, and then I call upon my emotions to agree with what Scripture says. Uh, the same is true with experience. Oftentimes, Josh, the worst decisions I've come in contact with in counseling people as a pastor are people in the midst of some situation where their experiences are coloring their thinking. Mm. You know, the Bible says this, but pastor, you don't understand. This mm -hmm. is what I'm going through right now. And so they begin to argue against what the Bible says based upon what they, they are experiencing. So when you get into the culture's way of determining truth, which is often anecdotal, I know all these people, I know what they're going through, and this is what they've experienced, so this is what is right to do. Now you're allowing emotion and experience to dictate how you think, and that is an untrustworthy source. So discernment isn't found there. Discernment is found in Christ. Discernment is found in His Word. I might mention this as well. I think what we're suffering from both in the church and in the culture, and when I say now in the culture, I mean Christians living in the culture. So I'm, I'm looking at the weakness of believers at the present time. I think one of our real weaknesses is we have forgotten what the Bible teaches us about His church. Mm. So when you think about discernment, how, how's that developed? Uh, one of the key elements is I'm in a healthy Bible teaching church and I'm allowing the church to instruct me. Paul writes that the church is the pillar and support of the truth in the world. Mm -hmm. So where where's the truth upheld in the world? Where is the truth defended and, and uh, held on to in the world? The Bible says it's the church. In that particular context, he's not talking about the church universal and invisible. He's talking about the local church where you have elders and you have deacons and you have discipline and you have uh, Bible teaching and you have the singing of truth. This is where God's truth is upheld in the, in, the, in the world and displayed. So if I'm going to be someone who learns discernment, I have to be a good church member. Mm -hmm. I have to be a good member of God's flock. So I, I think that's another element in this whole question. Thanks again for joining us for the Straight Truth Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. And we'd love for you to share this episode with other friends and family. And the easiest way to do that is by going to our website, straighttruth.net, and there you can find links to all of our social media channels. So be sure to like and subscribe to one of those channels and pass it along. And do us a favor and go to the iTunes podcast section and leave us a review, and that will help us spread the word about this podcast to more and more people. And we need your support. So if you'd like to learn how to help us to continue to produce this podcast, you can do that again from our website, straighttruth.net. Now, Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingingrace.org.